0: Hey, welcome to Coffee with Kim, where I share my love of the Word of God over a great cup of coffee. So grab your coffee, grab your Bible, and let's start. We are in the summer of Psalms in One Day Legacy, which is a reading, writing, and praying um, format that God gave me personally, and I've been sharing it with others, and I think y'all like it. You can let me know. You can send me an email or text me let me know how you are enjoying it. So at Summer in Psalms, we're doing a little different this year. Usually we read through the whole book of Psalms and read five a day, and you are more than welcome to do that. But this year, I just wanted to go slower, and I wanted to be very selective in what I was reading. Um, And following a little bit, uh, the verses, the chapters that Julie Meyer had in her new book that she has out about praying the Psalms, um, she's been such an influence in my life, and I just, I valued what she had to say, so... Today we're on Psalm 18 and concentrating on verses 1 to 2 and verse 19. Um, But again, I remember, yes, the other day when we were doing Psalm 17, we are praying from this place of the Psalms. We are reading these Psalms out because of the depth of David's knowledge and experience of God, which is beyond what his actual experience should have been. Like there's things he is saying and talking about that – how did he know that? Because that's New Testament stuff, right? Just so this beautiful moment. And we can be like that too. There's, as we're reading and studying and praying these out, there's things God wants to show us. It, it says that in Psalms where it's, it's our job to seek out this relationship with God. It's our job to seek out the mystery and get to understand it even more and to live in that place of such a love relationship with him. And so as we read Psalm 18, a couple verses, I want you just to think about that. Like, where is your love relationship with with God, with Jesus? Because Psalm 17 or 18 starts out with, I love you, Lord, my strength. (laughs) I love you, Lord, my strength. A lot of times I think we just say that so flippantly, like, I love you, Lord, or we sing I love you, Lord. But I know whenever I sing that song, like, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice, like something happens because when we're singing that, you can't just say those words. It It has to be felt. And so this is, I'm feeling, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock where I seek refuge. He's my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I was saved from my enemies, so how was he saved from his enemies? Does it say he was fighting? No. It says he called upon the name of the Lord. He declared that God was his rock, his fortress. And so many times, like there's a lot of worship songs out there right now that are fighting songs, which are okay. Like I, I like them. They're great. But like they're going around the mountain, around the mountain, around the mountain, around the mountain, keep going, keep going. And I'm thinking, how many times do we have to go around this mountain? <laughs> like you think there'd be deliverance by now? And so when I read this, I'm like, David focused on who God was, not what the problem was or where the mountain was. He focused on God. He's my rock. You're my fortress. You're my deliverer. I call on you. I love you. You are my strength. I worship you. I call on you because you are worthy of praise. And because of that, you deliver me. Oh, what a different revelation that would be if we focused on Jesus, if we focused on him, on his worth, on his strength, on his on his um that he was our stronghold that he's our shield that he's our authority what if we focused on those things instead of the problems what if we switched our worship list to be about jesus instead of the problems what would happen (laughs) there's a beautiful song out right now that i just love where it's you know um it talks about jesus and and it it says in it what do you want (laughs) what do you want me to do for you do you want me to pour out oil do you want me to stay like What would happen if we switched our worship list to be about Jesus rather than the problems? Just think about that. That's what this Psalm 18 is talking about. It's talking about David who spoke these words and he sang them to the Lord and the Lord rescued him. He sang these to God and God rescued him. What a beautiful, beautiful you know, verse 16 says, he reached down from on high and took hold of me and he pulled me out of the deep waters. And so as I am focusing on Jesus, am I focusing on my heavenly father? If I'm focusing on who he is, what he is, what he does, what he did, he reaches down and rescues us. He pulls us up from whatever depth is holding us down. And so, so many times we are scrambling, saying, get me out of the deep, get me out, get me out, get me out. Instead of saying, God, you're beautiful." Think of Daniel in the lion's den. He didn't cry, God, get me out of this lion's den. He's like, God, you are a magnificent. <laughs> I trust you. And I think a lot of times we just don't trust him. Things have happened in our lives. And I, I get it. I've been reading a book called First Love, keeping your passion for Jesus alive in this world growing cold. And I think what happens is, especially in the past two and a half years, not only have we had COVID, but my family's had a murder. We've had a lot of things go on. And we can lose our trust in God, like we know he's good, but then when stuff like that happens, when people die around us or are murdered around us, we're like, are you good? And so we lose our trust in him. And when we lose our trust in him, all of a sudden we lose our love for him. Our love starts growing dim. And so I'm challenged and challenging you with that too, that we have to focus on him and not the problems. I think, I forget who said this, but so so many times we fight a battle that's already been won. And then we're exhausted because we're fighting a battle that's already been won. He already is our rock. He already is our deliverer. He already is our strength. He already is our salvation. And so we call on him and say, you are worthy of praise, God. And we focus our attention and our thoughts and our hearts towards him. We consider Jesus. We set our face like Flint to Jesus we look to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith and then he can reach down from that place when we're looking to him he can reach down and pick us up and we can actually see him because we're looking up to him we're not looking in the muck that we're stuck in and then it says he brought me out to a spacious place and he rescued me because he delighted in me for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not turned from my God this is what it looks like this is what deliverance looks like because he's the deliverer stop trying to deliver yourself stop trying to read a book for a deliverance stop trying to go for a conference for deliverance he is your deliverer one look at him one gaze at him When we declare who he is, it says he reaches down and pulls us out of the deep water. He rescues us. And when he rescues us, he brings us out into a spacious place. And I think that spacious place, because we're dealing with with David here, is he sits me at the table before my enemies, right? I get to sit before my enemies, and they get to watch me at the table of my God having a feast with my God, (laughs) He sets me in spacious places because he delights in me. This is who we serve. This is our God. This is the place that we pray from. Psalm 18 has so many other um, beautiful portions to it that remind you of other psalms, right? Verse 28, Lord, you light my lamp. My God illuminates my darkness. God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is pure. He's a shield to all take refuge in him. For who is our God? Who is this rock? Only our God is this rock. He makes my feet like a feet of a deer and he sets me secure on high heights. He trains my hands for war. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. So what happens is when we focus on him, he creates us to be who we need to be in this, in this situation, in this circumstance. So as I'm declaring who he is, he moves my hands. He moves my arms to do what I need to do, Right? And it's not necessarily to fight a battle, but it's to worship and praise him and do the declaring and do the worshiping. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock, my God of salvation. My God, the God of my salvation is exalted. Therefore, I give thanks to you among the nations. I will sing praises about your name. He gives victories. Oh, that is who he is. Our God gives victories to those who are focused on him. My friends i am just praying as you are going through the psalms it is changing your perspective from the place that you pray from you are praying from this place with him and i think that's why david had such this difference in how he was speaking because he understood i'm praying from a place with him i'm not fighting this battle on my own asking him to help me i'm saying god here's your battle here is your battle i raise my hands to you you train me and do what you need to do with me but you are the deliverer you are my fortress you are my god friends i am praying for you this morning that as you declare these scriptures and pray these scriptures that it changes your innermost being and that you begin to fall in love again with your first love who is jesus the author and finisher of our faith He is all the in-between been studying hebrews and i love where it says just consider jesus Consider him What is he speaking? What is he saying? He's already said it in the word He's not going to say anything more than what he's already said And so if he's saying I'm your deliverer then we can rest in that and that can be our prayer in each and every situation that we're facing So guys, I can't wait to continue with you guys in the psalm Um, if you don't have the file you can find it on facebook or you can email me at coffee with kim podcast at gmail But I would love to hear from you um you can, all, you can get on Instagram or anywhere, but I, I just want to hear what God's doing in your life. I want to hear what these Psalms are meaning to you and what you are experiencing as you are growing closer to God in the summer of Psalms.